Hello and welcome to Guy Perryman Interviews. Our travel companions today are cast members of Stomp, the thumping, drumming musical show from the Broadway and West End stages to Tokyo. The conversation took place backstage at Theatre Orb Shibuya Tokyo in August 2023 and was first broadcast across Japan on my Inter-FM radio show. Enjoy the journey. It is wonderful to welcome on board members of Stomp. Hello. Hey. Good morning. Good to be here. Oh, how are you doing? We're all good. good. Yeah. Good. Just getting yeah. over the jet lag. Oh, jet lag. Now, a couple of you have come from New York and one from the UK, I believe. Yeah, correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 Almost a week before you go on stage. So you've got a little bit of time to, I guess, enjoy a bit of Japan. Are you getting out and seeing things? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Plenty. Um, been out to see Tokyo Tower, oh. uh, Sensoji, just all of the, you know, all the, the big monuments and shrines and, and get a bit of the culture and plenty of the food. Yay. First time here for all of you? Well, from, for me, it is. Yeah, me you too. Know, we saw the craziness of uh, Shibuya and uh, Harajuku. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe as, as crazy or not as crazy as New York, I wonder. So. Uh, similar. I think it might be a step <laughs> up. It might be a step up. Well, I'm actually from here, so I'm playing tour guide. Oh, you're, so you're back home? Yes, yes. I got to meet my family oh, and cool. a lot of my friends from oh, nice. good old days. Well, then you better give us some advice. What have you been telling these guys? What do you love about Japan? What do I love about Japan? I mean, it's very homey. It's very clean. It's everyone's very proper and nice to you all the time. So I tell people like, don't ever hesitate to ask around if you're if you get lost in the middle of the city, and right. it could get overwhelming. But it's pretty easy to get around. So, cool. and you're in the country of taiko drums. So I wonder if any of you are going to see or incorporate taiko drums in the show. Certainly, I'd certainly like to go and see yeah. that in a show. And to be honest, we've got a. There's a routine in the show that takes kind of some influence from Japanese drumming, but I mean, you'll have to come see the show and see that. <laughs> well, you're here for the right season because summertime is the Matsuri season, so there are bound to be drummers out there somewhere. Brilliant. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully in the audience. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A number of years ago, I had some members of Stomp come into my radio studio live on air when I was broadcasting for an interview, and they had an impromptu performance in the studio and used everything in every surface as a drum, as you would know. Mm. Um, I think they even punched a hole in the wall, so our tech guy was not very happy. <laughs> but it was highly entertaining and a brilliant show. <laughs> so it does make you, you're all laughing. Yeah, I wonder if, uh, have you broken things in the process of oh stomp? Have we Every things? other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably more qualified to answer that one. Uh, I, I, certainly, it's pretty common, common knowledge around the, the, the cast that I break things. Uh, if, I, if I'm not breaking things, I'm breaking myself. Oh. Uh, bleed somewhere or hit something and just a bit of a bit of a calamity um, i've broken i think my record is five brooms in one in one show uh, the very and that's the first routine that's the opening routine and what happens when you break something on stage you just keep on going ah yeah so we, we've got a, a wonderful set of crew um who are always at the side of the stage they're always on hand and ready so they're just just as important as we are in the show um so if you know if you break a broom they're always there. They're holding spare brooms at the side. You break one, you give them a look, you throw it off the side, they'll throw you a new one. Either of you two broken things? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. He's actually fallen off some stuff as yeah, well. I fall, I fall, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's live theatre, you know. I've fallen, I've 
cut myself. I'd give myself stitches. Oh. And all for like simple things too. Not Nothing dangerous. It's just something I did wrong. The other day we were on TV set and I noticed my pole was broken because it wasn't sounding as good. And I was just like, I just gave a look to one of the managers and I said, hey, could you give me another pole because it's not sounding great. <laughs> so you've talked about poles and broomsticks and I haven't even asked you if each of you could introduce yourselves and tell me what do you play apart from everything? One of the routines that my role on the show does is this um, this there's basically a whole wall of, of drums at the at the back of the set and we kind of swing around and the wall is full of pots and pans and loads of different uh, items, loads of different pitches and sounds and things like that. And yeah, one of my parts is to swing around at this top of this wall and just uh, and, and play this sort of symphony of trash. <laughs> cool. Uh, my name is Alan and I normally play a character that many people might consider the comedy character. And a lot of people can relate to some of the reactions that I express on stage towards the cast or towards the audience so it's, uh, it's pretty relatable i love playing the matchboxes oh yeah it kind of sounds like samba and i'm not in this piece but uh the guys play the sink <laughs> with water in it and uh it's kind of comical to see it as well and it's, it sounds great because there's one. water and you, it p- changes pitches as oh there's water, water in the sink yeah oh cool yeah and we have a yellow yellow rubber gloves on as well oh. <laughs> so it's the full it's the full thing yeah is there a favorite sound or a favorite instrument for each of you in the show you mentioned matchboxes yeah. i still like brooms it's pretty simple but um oh. it's just the, the feel of holding it and the feel of, of making those sounds and there's a certain body positioning that you get into is just comfortable for me and I kind of like the routine the best too it's the opening number and it's there's a lot of chaos involved but then there's a lot of choreography then there's chaos again that's always exciting for me and for me I'd say that we have a routine uh, with shopping carts and inside so obviously you've got the sound of the shopping cart itself and inside the shopping cart there's like a box and then like a uh, you know like the when you have a water dispenser and you have the big blue the big water oh, bottles, yes. yeah, big bottles, empty yeah. ones of those in there. So we've got this, there's, you know, there's so many different sounds just within this one shopping cart. Mm. And you get to see all of those displayed in that routine. And it's just, it's just such a powerful routine. It'll never be the same when I go to a supermarket next. It never, it never, it never is for us. It never is for us, honestly. It's, it's like a, it's like an itch. It's like an unscratchable itch to just. I've interviewed drummers before, and I wonder for the three of you, do you drum and, and tap all the time? Oh, God, yeah. All the time. Yeah. You do. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just this morning with the rain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I saw the show a number of years ago. For people that haven't seen Stomp, is there a narrative? Is there a story? And, and what kind of emotion would you like people to go away from the theatre with? Always a tough one to answer. Do yeah, you wanna, there's yeah. not a plot. There's not an actual storyline that uh, you follow, but you can always focus on one character mm. and follow their journey throughout mm. the show. It is like a concert style performance, so it goes from pieces to pieces, but there's definitely between the pieces, there's comedy part yeah, there's or three lines, yeah, there's so. three, three lines between the characters that you can follow right. and um, you don't really have to hang on to the dialogue <laughs> that we don't have <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> the, yeah. so the, the, the story kind of advances itself through each piece and each character's interactions change throughout the thing as Tammy said we don't talk so it's all rhythm so there's reoccurring elements that come in so maybe a few sort of jokes or gags or looks that might be repeated throughout Mm. but yeah it's it's certainly a a fun one to follow because it changes all the time and that's such a great way to communicate no language barriers Mm -hmm. I guess I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's one of the elements that allows us to tour worldwide. Mm. 
even in Japan, we don't have to worry about having to translate Japanese or you know English into Japanese or anything. Some cast members are not as fluent in English as well, so the eye contact and listening and all of that keeps yeah. us together. The cool. rhythm is what keeps us together. Yeah. And musically, um, musically, it's not set. Like we're not just doing rock and roll. We're not mm-hmm. just doing Brazilian. There's, it touches on a lot of different styles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always speak with people about the power of music and get the, the pleasure to interview loads of musicians. And I just love that passion that, that music loving people have and musicians have. For each of you, do you feel the power of music through the show and also personally in your lives? Do you turn to music in maybe difficult moments in life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll split this into two, into two answers to cover what you just said. So in the, sh- within the show, yeah, it's, I mean, I've been in the show seven years and people still ask me like seven years in the same show. Like, how do you, how, how you see people? It, it, it's never the same show. Mm-hmm. It's always fresh and it's always like changing, whether it's the cast, the faces, um, the improvisations that we do in each show. Oh. It's always different. There's always something to keep it, you know, engaging and, and fun for us. So that, kind of allows your your passion to never falter mm. in that way and then outside of the show yeah i mean i've personally since i've joined stomp i've done a few like outside of the show i've taken a few sort of classes and workshops which i've brought into schools and specifically this is where i see that i've seen the power of music the most is i've taken classes in a school for kids with special needs and mm. disabilities mm. and to see them coming out of their shell and interacting with the, with the music mm. in ways that previously weren't thought to be possible mm. is just it is absolutely incredible mm. so yeah i'd definitely say that for me has, has, mm. has really shown me how powerful music actually is mm. for me it's um i feel the same way like mm. it's been in the show for 15 years so and i get that same questions you um, wow you're still doing this this show and it's like always fresh for mm. me it's always mm. fresh it's always a release and no matter how i'm feeling that day once you hit that stage and you're you're doing the show it's you know it takes it to another world and as a musician you know outside of course outside of stomp you get that feeling when you're playing your instrument or when you're listening to that song that puts you in this this feeling that's that's what we strive for is that's why we listen to music because it gives us a feeling whatever type of music it is i want to feel this way i'm going to listen to jazz i want to feel this way today i'm going to listen to the sad music i want to you know classical music whatever it is for you you know that's always going to happen with us. And uh, mm-hmm. especially for Stomp, as a woman who's five foot tall, um, <laughs> even I'm having a bad day or whatever, I can always rely on Stomp to come in and just be as loud as I can <laughs> and hit things as much as possible. And that, that just adds that extra element and fullness to the music as opposed to just um, being timid and just kind of hiding in the back where you kind of have to do it in social settings sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, when it comes to Stomp, it's it, they're, they welcome that energy, welcome that feeling that you put behind your music so um that's helped me a lot in my in my career in stomp so yeah as a dj i've loved moments when i've had people on the dance floor deaf people joining in on the dance floor and again with your show you can feel the music i'd imagine have you seen deaf people come to the shows in new york yes yes we've had blind deaf people they're moving yeah. to the, it's music the vibrations and, isn't it? yeah, yeah. sure Older people as well like mm-hmm. you know and sometimes if there's someone next to them telling them you know, theatrically what's happening. If they're blind, you know, that they'll learn to laugh. They know how to laugh about certain things. And... I think it, it kind of summarizes that it's above all music, especially in this setting and the way that, that we deliver it is it's, it's therapy. It has such, such therapeutic benefits mm-hmm. to, to people, well, to, to all kinds of people, you know, no matter disabilities or age or any sort of walks of life, mm-hmm. it, it really touches everyone. 
For each of you, do you come from musical backgrounds, theatre backgrounds, performance? What got you on your trajectory in life? I'm a tap dancer oh. by trade. My grandpa taught me how to tap dance when oh, I was cool. very young. <laughs> and, you know, I've just been in that industry for a long time. And I got lucky to study under some of the greatest tap dancers in New York. And some of them came through Stomp. And that's how I got in the show in the wow. first place. And are you tapping in the show? I don't tap. We don't tap dance in oh. the show. <laughs> but uh, our background training definitely helps in the show to um, <laughs> add your own element to right, right. to what you do. So. Cool. Yeah, I'm a drummer by trade, but I dabble in a lot of different instruments. I cut my teeth in like the 90s and 2000s, just playing in various bands, the wedding bands around New York City all the time. In 2007, is I was walking down the street and I saw the audition for Stomp and I just went for it. There you are. I am. Yeah, I come from a, a split background as far as it's always been performing, or performing arts. Mm. Um, but I was I was always kind of musical theatre when I was very well, a lot younger. You know, I first started doing ballet and tap dancing and things like that, which was my first introduction into into that world. Mm. Uh, and then I picked up the drums when I was ten. Basically, did a lot of a lot of musicals and then a lot of playing in bands outside. So it was always like musical theatre and music. And then sort of I went to university, did music, left the theatre behind, finished university, and then it came full circle, joined Stump, and Stump is music in theatre. So I just, you know, Perfect. it just kind of, yeah, it all just came, it all just came full circle. The radio station I'm with, our catchphrase is find your colours. It's about diversity, it's about gender, it's about encouraging people to live their lives to the max. You've all talked about the therapy of music and the therapy of, of theatre and performing and giving you that freedom to be who you want to be or express on stage. What would you say to someone now, any advice for someone that might be having a challenging time in their life to find their colours? Yeah, one of the cast members is really good with questions like that. It's really <laughs> be- believing in and having passion, finding your passion and sticking to it, no matter what criticism you hear about it. Just to expect to hear no's or you have a YouTube channel, you're going to have haters. You got a thousand likes, but it's that one dislike that's going to have you crazy, that one um, negative comment, I mean, that, that you're going to be focusing on. And, and you just got to plow through and believe in what you're doing, you know, no matter what it is. And also, I think with the three of you, if you don't get a show, if you don't get get the the audition how do you get through that too as well well i think yeah i think it's 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 really important as, as someone who's yeah done the theater shows and stuff when i was from very from very young i mean my mother and father always always pushed me to do auditions and always picked me up when i didn't get you know jobs and things like that and it's i think as time goes on you you kind of become a bit more durable to it and the best advice that I would give if, say, if someone was auditioning or I guess in life as well is to keep your expectations, you know, at a, at a very sort of basic level. Don't expect too much from things because if you keep if you keep your expectations at a, a realistic level, then you can only be surprised. You can only be positively affected when something goes well. Mm. Whereas if you keep if you've got expectations that are high and something doesn't go so well, it's going to really it's going to it's going to set you back a bit. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that and also just. Expect the unexpected, really, because again, when I finished university and I, I before I got did the stomp audition, I was I was down near London and I was getting ready to move back home to Newcastle because I had I had no job, I had nothing set up, I had nothing in you know planned for after university. You know, I, I thought don't know what to do. I was going to have to go and move back with my mother and father, and it was you know. So I thought I was going sort of going to regress, and then the audition came about. I got it, and it came out of nowhere. So just yeah always no matter how bad things can get always believe that something's around the corner when i was a you know a young drummer on the scene in new york trying to get around and get my name on like stomp wasn't even invented yet like it wasn't it wasn't even a thought well i'm sure it was a thought but it wasn't even 
a show yet. Mm. So that's one of those things that you don't even know what's what's in the future because it might not have been invented yet. I always find performers the most captivating when I could see that they're comfortable with themselves or whatever their choice is, whatever um, the character that they're offering. Mm. Um, So I try to keep that in mind. I say, like, when I audition, especially for Stomp, they're just looking to see, looking to get to know you. They just want to see who you are and how you know yourself. I try to tell myself to just leave what you got on the table, and it's up to them if they want to pursue you or not. The more comfortable I am with my own choices or own rhythms or own music. I know that that's going to read through. Mm. That's just the the one thing that I try to keep in mind. Try to audition. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I'm feeling the rhythm and I can't wait to see the show. You've brought some great positive vibes to the radio show and to Tokyo to to three members of Stomp. Thank you so much. You call yourself Stompers? Yes, Yes. you are Stompers. Okay, official title. Okay, to three Stompers. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks. See you at the show. (laughs) And thank you for joining us today. For more interviews and information, please go to guyperryman.com.